welcome to Slayerfest 98. I am your host, Philip Ellis. I'm Ian Carlos Crawford. And I'm Jason Soley. And joining us today is Slayerfest 98's editor, Ashley Hellett. Hi, Ashley. Hello. Uh, so uh, we're all chaotic today. This is going to be a messy <laughs> recording. Uh, um, <laughs> we're here to talk about Angel Season 1's Blind Date, which is the second to last episode of the season. It's a very weird choice for the second to last episode. Mm-hmm. It really, I'm, uh, I was just like, why was this like just not in the middle Right? A middle thing. And it's weird because it feels like they get their stride here at the end, but this one is at just the like end, a yeah. weird. Like, the I, end I see, but the middle is just like, okay, we didn't need all that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like a lot of weird. It, it's also like, so, okay. Uh, Jason, that was your, what you think of the episode. Philip, what do you think of the episode? <laughs> um, so I think you and I were messaging a few days ago about this, um, how basically season one, you know, <laughs> We've been in the trenches together, and mm. it has been a real slog. But then, as soon as the Faith episodes drop, like everything after that is just like, oh, this is a show that knows and understands what it is. And yeah. so, there is just an assuredness to, you know, even though this isn't as good as the Faith episodes, there's an assuredness right. to it. It's taking bigger swings, but like with more confidence. And I, it's better than I remember. I and, and I've watched you know I've watched it twice now. Well, I've watched it once and then like half, um, <laughs> and it yeah. Like, there's a lot. There's a lot that I do like in it. Um, the 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 villain of the week. We'll we'll get into it, but yeah, there's a lot that I like about it. Mainly because this is the episode that launched so much fanfic. Oh my god, about yes. Angel and Mindy. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Ashley, what do you think of the episode? Um, I like it. I. It's not one of my favorites, and I think I forget yeah. like how that it is a pretty good episode just because it just goes under the radar in my memory, but I feel like it drags on a bit in the beginning too much, but yeah. once once it gets going, I'm pretty hooked on the storyline that they tell with this one. Yeah, I, I mean, like, Philip, you mentioned the, the heist is the interesting part. The rest is, like, pretty boring. Mm-hmm. The The... The pacing of it is weird, too. I don't know if y'all notice that, like, because we kind of just, like, she's there from the beginning. There's not, like, a... The intro to her is kind of like she's already there. I don't know. It feels weirdly rushed for how also slow it feels. And then, like, Angel, like, immediately going into her, like, the courtroom and, like, throwing the glasses and then, like, immediately being like, I can't even protect people and, like, flipping shit. It's like, what are we doing? Like, we're kind (laughs) of racing through different things here. But then like, the heist is, is he like so the fun, part, right? Like, also, it feels like we've done this before, right? Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. Like Angel starts this episode at a ten. Yeah. <laughs> so okay, so yeah, let, let, let's let's get into the, the, the so the the start of the episode begins with we see a blind lady walking down the street. Mm-hmm. Um, Angel is slaying vampires nearby. Then I and I didn't twig this until I rewatched it literally just now. He like the 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 random man who is like being killed was not being killed by the vampires. He just happened to stumble across Vanessa, the blind woman, committing a murder. Is that right? right. Yes, yes. I didn't. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I yeah, was a little was, confused on that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> Jason, <laughs> I I I was like the beginning. I was just like you know because it's it's been a minute since I've been on. I'm happy yeah. to be back. And I was just like, oh, we just, we're just popping right in. I was like, and then I actually had to go back and I'm like, wait, did he get, 
hold on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I. It almost feels like, not that it needed it, but it almost feels like it's like this is like the be continued of like the, a previous episode or something. Mm-hmm. Because it is just like, yep, we're in there. We're yeah, and like, and he really has it out for this blind woman. Yeah, like it it, really. Like, I just feel like they should. It would have been a lot easier if they just started the episode, like, like with just just a narrator saying previously on Lost, you know, and then <laughs> go into that scene. Yeah, yeah. I <laughs> I do also want to talk about how that previously on is really like, look, here is Lindsay and Angel's sexual tension. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I can't wait till we get to that scene, by the way. Because <laughs> I will say that is uh, Jason, one of Jason's favorite uh, couples on the, in the Oh Buffy my verse. God, yes. <laughs> okay, so here's, here's the thing. I have always thought that the title of this episode, Blind Date, is really just like on the nose, too obvious. And now I'm like, no, blind refers to Vanessa, but the date, this is Lindsay and Angel's first date. It is. It really uh-huh. is. <laughs> <laughs> Like there's feels like it feels like faith and Buffy kind of tension where it's like, oh yeah, you're saying you hate each other, but like mm-hmm. yeah, you're fucked. Like, right? <laughs> yeah, and eventually the show will realize that and be like, right, okay, well we can't, you know, we're a straight show, this is the early two thousands. Right. So we can't have the two hot men banging, so we're gonna bring back Dala and have her be a sexual proxy for them both. Yes. <laughs> that really is like she's just oh like Oh my god. She's like the I, I don't even know what you would call it, but like it's like oh well well that instead of being gay we we just we have Darla like just no homo because Darla's there. <laughs> God, because like also Lindsay and Darla like they have like acting chemistry, but it doesn't ever feel like romantic chemistry. But we're supposed to think maybe it and like yeah. Hmm. Um, but that is season two, um, which so I'm wait. still I'm still like constantly reminding dana and zach that it, the show does get better in season two yeah <laughs> we are still in season one so yeah that's fair yeah. yeah um that's the opening is him immediately fighting this woman and i do like at this point they are a lot more comfortable with cordelia like we kind of they let her do the researchy thing and mm-hmm. it's never mm-hmm. like undercutting or like jokey it's like yeah she knows how to use a fucking computer Okay, right. that was something I really liked about the opening is that we have, once again, you know, great evidence that Cordelia is excellent at detective work and the only one really in this detective agency who does that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's so true. <laughs> this really is Cordelia. She should get, like, paid more. Well, like, I mean, we talk about this all the time, but, right, it's like she, not only does she know how to do that, but she's also good at, like, the business end of shit. Yeah. She is the only one who is ever chasing invoices. And as a freelancer for 10 years, I'm like, yeah, same. <laughs> She's the reason angel investigations is anything. Yes. Like they would have no income if it weren't for her. <laughs> I mean, they wouldn't exist. It was her idea. That's, uh, that's a very good point. Actually, mm-hmm. <laughs> Literally was her idea. Um, yeah. So she finds out that this woman has been like tried for a bunch of murders, but, then always got off because Wolfram and Hart represented her pro bono, right? That's mm. the um, and that sends off their like feelers. Also, though, what is this shirt she's wearing? Did with anybody the- else look at it? It's like a red shirt with like a black cowboy, like over on the boob yes. rib section. Very weirdly placed right on the boob. <laughs> yeah, I so like. <sighs> I guess this is like where I'm like, this is so weird because it's like right after this, 
it's just them talking about her crimes. And we just, it really feels like, Philip, you you have written a novel. It almost feels like two different stories. They're like, eh, mush them together, right? Uh, a little bit. I think they they were very interested in, okay, um, we need to give Wolfram and Hart like a face and yeah. have that be like a real, you know, antagonist and a foil that Angel can play off of against. And, you know, in these most recent episodes, we have both Lindsay and Lila who are also kind of at odds with each other, which is, you know, a great dynamic, but they really wanted to give Angel like an arch nemesis almost. And they were like, oh, well, okay, so we'll have an episode where, you know, Lindsay and Angel are rubbing up against each other. Um, not literally. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and I, and then I guess that necessitates like a Wolfram and Hart case. And so mm. they maybe had this idea that, you know, for a kind of villain of the week who was, blind but also superpowered and okay okay here's the thing there is a lot of dialogue all around how vanessa's senses work and like i feel like in this pop culture reference heavy universe that we're used to would they just say oh she's like daredevil right i i was wondering if like that was maybe at that point a little too obscure right because it's like i don't even think his like ben affleck movie had come out yet at this point uh okay so oh okay okay i thought i i thought that this was like the same era but okay so like yeah so they 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 go into a lot of weird orientalist stuff about how she went to tibet and learned some weird thing that then made her like see outside the spectrum something like that it's kind of like how (laughs) earlier in the season that doctor went to tibet to learn how to like remove his appendages (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's what he did (laughs) i i went to a monastery and me and deepak chopra did some yoga (laughs) and now i have weird gross powers (laughs) 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 um yeah they really do a lot of explaining like trying to explain her powers when like it's a supernatural show it's fine i don't fucking care right it's just like Mm -hmm. you can just be like yeah wild this blind woman can sense things okay i don't (laughs) care like um so yes angel is it right after that no it's not right after that he goes into court right it's after that we we then get um or no, it is right after that. He goes yeah. into court and like throws her glasses at her, which uh, that also feels really sudden. I don't know. It's like he just like bursts in, throws the glasses. It's and then, so like, impulsive. Runs. Right. I think, I think that kind of builds up his like frustration that, yeah. that he shows after that. Like it's just it's just the whole the whole beginning though is hot. Like Angel <laughs> had a bad day. <laughs> I fr- I'm allowed to say fucking right. Yes. Yes, you are. <laughs> okay. I keep I, I stop myself. I don't know. <laughs> God, it really has been a while since you've been on, Jason. I know. I'm sorry. I think your last episode was the was Doyle's last episode. It was. Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah, that's been a minute. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, I it I I I mean, I guess it does like build up his frustration, but it's just weird because also it doesn't do anything. It's bad. well, it's the it's the latest example of a pattern that Angel is forming. Where okay, have you ever had a crush where you just sort of come up with like stupid excuses to like be in the same place as them. So, <laughs> at, the, yeah, at, the, so at the beginning of five by five, he rocks up to the courtroom with like a witness ready to testify. And like, you know, he's like, yeah. Oh, no, that got Lindsay's attention. Next, I'm going to go to the blind woman's trial and I'm going to throw her sunglasses and it's going to be such a stunt that he'll have to notice me. <laughs> But the, I think I think though the big part about that is they really wanted. It seems like they really wanted Angel and Lindsay to be connected because they both quote felt out of place, 
Like yeah. they don't want to be here. So I, I, I don't, and I don't understand the reasoning behind it. Like, okay, they're connected, but they're not making out. So no yeah. worry. <laughs> so like, what are we doing? Right. Oh man. I like, but that's the thing. Like, I feel like that's what it was. Is like angel. All of a sudden it's just like, well, Lindsay feels out of place. I feel out of place too then. And I'm going to have a tantrum about it. <laughs> if my crush doesn't like it, I don't like it either. <laughs> uh, so yeah, then we, we, I think after that, we do quickly learn the jury like didn't meet a verdict, right? Mm-hmm. And so we cut the Wolfram at heart. We meet Holland Manners, a.k.a. Bernard from Lost, speaking of Lost. Yeah, previously on Lost. <laughs> <laughs> I actually was like, oh shit, when did we see him the first time? I didn't realize this is the first time we see him. Yeah, I was I was I was gonna say, I was like, I think this is the first yeah, because you're right, like they want to give Wolfman Hart like like a face. And while this episode's a little bit of a clunker, I do think immediately Wolfram and Hart works better when they're like giving us character like actual characters and not just like random one-off lawyers all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and like Lindsay yeah. and Lila are both good. Like they're like just enjoyable to watch and like, you know, Holland Manners is whatever, but like, I feel like it makes sense to have like a focal boss, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Cause then the villains are less nondescript lawyer and it's like, no, these are characters. And yeah, but it also means that this is like the first of many speeches we're going to get from this man. Um, <laughs> that is I, hate, I, I hate all <laughs> of them. Philip, do you remember, is he the one that gets his head chopped off or is that a different old higher up man? Oh, it's a different uh, one, isn't it? Um, is he? Does he get left in the wine cellar? Or yes, he dies there. So then there's another old man who's a higher up who gets his. Doesn't there someone like an old man who's like a one of the head lawyers who gets his head chopped off? I feel like oh, I remember. I can't, I can't remember. <laughs> we'll get there. This is that. That yeah. sounds like a season four problem. You know. <laughs> yeah. um, but yeah, so so Holloman is is basically sort of taking Lindsay under his wing, and he's giving him lots of these like. Well, what it takes to be a man and the nature of life and good and evil is and blow. And it's just like, oh, my God, like just everybody's trying to seduce Lindsay. (laughs) (laughs) What it means to be a man is we have to kiss. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, HR. (laughs) So, um, yeah, he gives him the speech and then we then we cut to Angel, like flipping shit, throwing a phone, throwing shit. I just Um, come on, Angel. It was a lot. Like, Cordy organized that office, and I'm like... <laughs> and you know she's the one that's going to have to clean it up. Yeah. I wish she would slap him. <laughs> I do like when he's like... I forget what he says, but she's like, not in a murder your friends kind of way, right? Like, she's always... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, always making sure. <laughs> well, maybe a night court. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and my stupid ass, I was like, yeah, that sounds that sounds promising. I don't know. <laughs> Um, I don't know. Then they're like, "Is this when they does Lindsay come in now?" I think yeah. she does, right? Yeah, he does. It's oh, I love this scene. Yeah, <laughs> Sassy Angel is so good. It's such a good first date. You know, here's the thing. Here's the thing. This is this scene right here. I I must have dreamt it going differently in my head because oh, I mean immediately. It's hot. Like, you know, <laughs> like Angel just had this tantrum that he's feeling left out. And immediately Lindsay is right there for him. <laughs> <sighs> but what, what did he say? But I think my favorite thing is like Angel's just like, are you afraid? You know, and, ooh. and I'm like, here we go. 
And then nothing happens. That that is it's Jason. It's so hot to me because it, <laughs> they are they are both pulling out very different um, flirting techniques. Angel mm-hmm. is like. I am bad. I used to kill people <laughs> for fun. Are you afraid of me? Are you shaking? Are you trembling? Is your heart beating? Yeah. And then Lindsay's like, I grew up poor. Do you want to hear about it? And then we can hug. <laughs> yeah. Like, but, but I also love that. Like, I, I don't know what it is like about Lindsay. Just like, like, yeah, I, I, I'm afraid, but I'm not going <laughs> to, I'm not going to move. I'm just going to stand here looking at you. <laughs> Not it's breaking that, eye contact the whole time. I don't even. I don't even think he moved positions when he he just stands in the same spot the whole time. They're like, you know what? For this scene, your shoes have glue on them. Lindsay, don't move. Yeah, and don't break moves, eye contact with Angel. If he moves, it's going to be obvious that he's got a massive boner in those baggy baggy trousers. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, I got a leg cramp. I got to sit here for a little bit. <laughs> um. So anyway, yeah, so so there's there's lots of uh, A plus flirting going on, and then he tells Angel that oh um like oh yeah this this the, the actual plot of the episode they're like they're they're gonna try and kill some kids because there's always like a you know some random infant who is a prophet or a seer or something that's gonna be in danger, and then we get like a really fun heist planning scene. Mm. And where only half of the details are revealed because then you get like the payoff during the actual heist. And I just, I live for that shit as somebody who <laughs> has literally just written a heist novel. <laughs> I I love this. Like Ocean's Eleven, what? What is that? <laughs> like this is. Mm. True. You know what? I, you, you know what I thought of? Um, Ashley, I don't know if you got that far in The Magicians, but Philip, do you remember the heist episode? Of the, I think, I can't remember if it's season one or two. I think it might be two. What I love about the magicians is there's a heist in every season. <laughs> also, that's true. The it's one like, where they're yeah. in the the one where they're in the time loop and they all keep dying in different ways, and it's like really fucking funny. Yes, 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 yes. And I forget what they're they're like breaking something magical out of a vault. I don't remember what it is though. Um, but that's what I always think. Of. Like I always think of like that as a very good genre show heist episode. And like a heist where there are supernatural forces is it's even better because it's like the stakes are higher more things can go wrong there's there's all there's more thing more tricks that you can have up your sleeve and it's just like the reveal of the the vampire detector pig thing it's just it makes me laugh every time (laughs) it's set up to be so ominous and it's just a pig in a hoodie (laughs) (laughs) it is pretty funny (laughs) like I actually, when I saw that, I was like, wait, have we seen this before? What is this? But like, it's not anything. It's just, sure, that's the alarm. You know what, though? It's so iconic that from season two onwards, it's in the credits. Wait, is it? It is. (laughs) is. I love it so much. (laughs) (laughs) This planning scene really showcases like that they're finally like a really good, well-formed team, though. Yes. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. Wesley's yeah, like yeah. immediately like, okay, I'll get you a plan with defenses on how to beat the demon. And Angel's like, yep. And then they just keep moving. Yeah. And I, again, I, I really like that we're comfortable with Cordelia now and they're not just like undercutting her with everything she says. It's like, yeah, we're all in on the, the planning. We're not even doing like wacky, stupid Wesley anymore. It's like, yes, everyone mm-hmm. is contributing. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I do love Wesley, but I was... The like wacky dumb Wesley was getting a little bit much yeah. for me. They go a bit hard. <laughs> yeah. 
Because, <laughs> um, like, what was it? Is it she where I counted? It's like he falls four different times. <laughs> like, <laughs> Ian, I just love that considering she is, like, the episode that everyone has hated the most, you bring it up every week. <laughs> <laughs> It's just so bad. It's the episode that, like, I feel like I've never been shittier about an Angel or Buffy episode than I was I, about that one. I, I swear, like, every Tuesday when a new episode of the podcast drops, Bai Ling just, like, goose on her grave. <laughs> like, she gets shivers. <laughs> She's like, oh, those fags put out another episode talking about me. <laughs> Can they just give it a rest? Um, so then he goes to Gun for Help, who we just met in the previous episode. Um, I do kind of like that once Gunn appears, he's in, I mean, he's only appears three episodes from the finale, but then he's in all of them, um, mm-hmm. leading up to him, like being in the credits in season two. And I like, again, like you said, Ashley, we don't, he just goes the gun, but we don't really know like what guns part is. Right. Yeah. He's it's, just... it's a very good reveal. Yeah. 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 It, it really is. So I, I just want to like mention that when, I think when the discussion of the heist starts, that's when it feels like it's a new episode. Like, yes. here is where I'm just like, okay, this is an end season episode. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, like, Vanessa, our blind woman, almost becomes, like, inconsequential, right? Like. Yeah, like, I, you don't even care at that yeah. point. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, at that point, you're like, all right, let's see. Let's see what we got. You know, let's let's get Lindsay out and, and, and give him his happy ending, you know? <laughs> Mason, I like that you're basically writing gay erotic fanfic in this <laughs> <laughs> Which tracks that one of my straight best friends would be writing gay around. <laughs> I, I, I do just have to point out uh, one thing that Lindsay says in the episode because I, I remember reading a fanfic um, called A Thorny Path. Uh, based on the quote that he says, uh, the righteous shall walk a thorny path, which he drops mm-hmm. in this scene. And it's like, Ooh. all right, Jean-Luc Picard, that's a very <laughs> like, we don't quote Shakespeare on this show or scripture or whatever it is. That's a bit much. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting a little big for our britches. <laughs> <laughs> He's got plenty of room. <laughs> he does in those baggy pants. Oh, those. <sighs> and I do think he looks handsome in the suit, but yeah, whenever they like pan away and it's like, oof. That is baggy. <laughs> oh, no, he, goodness, he is cute here. It's the, the loosened tie, the collar, the boy band hair. Yeah. Oh, my the, goodness. The hair really does it for me. And it's, like, <laughs> silly, but I like it. <laughs> yeah, so he he's, goes into the basement of Wolfram and Hart, and he runs into Lila. And I, I kind of like, for most of this, you don't know... They're all kind of weird, right? All the lawyers are weird with each other anyway. They always have like a weird yeah. fucking whatever. So it's like, are they aware that he's trying to do some shit? Or like, are they just, that's how they are. Is this just their normal? Yeah. Well, I like that it's also implied that Lila is trying to hide something yeah. too. Like she's got her own stuff going on. And it's it's great that it's something they have consistently throughout the rest of the show is that Wolfram and Hart is a viper's nest where everybody has got their own agenda they're all playing each other and you know Lindsay and lila are allies and on the same side but they have got that they will you know undercut each other at the first opportunity and i I love seeing the various ways that plays out in the rest of the show and this is kind of the first real glimpse the first real glimpse that we get of that yeah because i they they are very they bounce off each other very well i think those those characters and those actors but like 
and you're right. It's like they're allies, but like they are just waiting to throw the other one under the bus. Mm-hmm. They are allies mm-hmm. just by like circumstance, not because they like each other, right? It's like you're the only two gay lawyers at the firm, so you're right. going to be on the same side. But ultimately, there can only be one. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> Ashley, I'm curious. Uh, what do you think of Lila? I love Lila. Right? Isn't she great? <laughs> She's a badass bitch, and I'm here for it. <laughs> She's so pretty. Also, I was going to say, her eyeshadow here, too, is like, I had to pause it and look. I was like, oh, it's so good. I want somebody to do my makeup every day. <laughs> it's Philip, ever since you mentioned, I forget what episode you were like, when Lila p- pops up, she looks like a beautiful Star Trek character. She really does. <laughs> oh Wait. My oh, my God. <laughs> it is an episode of Next Generation where she seduces Riker, then turns out to be evil at the end. with that perfectly done hair that's so great (laughs) the soft voice like the sort of the sideways glances it's all so coy and hot (laughs) (laughs) yes (laughs) um so then we get gun we find out his part in the plan and i did kind of like that his diversion is just like, I'm going to run in yelling and they're all going to be distracted and then I'm going to bring in the body of a vampire. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, uh, Jason, what did you think of that scene? I, I mean, you still didn't even, like, again, you, you were surprised you didn't know what was happening. Yeah. And then you're just like, oh, okay. That was nice. <laughs> right? It's like kind of slick. I like that. I, I the, Like the heist was very cool. And and also, I mean, I, I know we're not there yet, but just seeing like the, I would say the like little wonders of you know, like the vault, like was just so cool, like a cool little scene. Yeah, I do like seeing like the different, like I don't know, like the different things that Wolfram and Hart. Yeah, because it's like it's like this isn't just a lawyer's office space, you know? Right, and like this very much feels like it plays into season five, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah, because like season five, they go all out and like what, like Fred's on like the science team. They have like a mm-hmm. wing where there's like people doing science experiments which like sure fine yeah i just i i do like that but so speaking of uh sexy when angel fights that one demon that's like the guard of the vault and like <laughs> does a poison ivy like like blow of like stuff in his face yeah i thought that was kind of sexy i'm not gonna lie <laughs> Angel is just feeling himself this episode. He is having a great time. He is. Well, he's he's most himself when he's around Lindsay. I wish he would realize that. <laughs> <laughs> so we didn't even talk about him welding. Oh, oh my god. Yes. <laughs> Which like Really made me think of like season four spike too, like oh yeah in the tunnels, which was would have been the same time frame, right? Oh yeah, so, like, I guess they it were would've just been. like really into that. Except for Spike had a full like helmet, and Angel couldn't be bothered to mess his hair up, so he just had those little goggles on instead. I fully understand, though. I will say, I do understand. <laughs> <laughs> also, when he after, I think it's either after or before when he changes into his suit, he like takes off his clothes and has the suit underneath. Like we see him pushing down pants, and like there's pants underneath the pants. <laughs> It's very weird. Double pants. Uh, yeah. Like those baggy pants. Ugh. Yeah. And so Lindsay, oh, then the then the pig demon guards alert to because there's <laughs> and we they think it's that vampire that gun brought in, but it's also Angel. Yeah, it's <laughs> there's a lot that's going on. It, Lindsay, doesn't he run into the other Lila and God, what the hell's the other guy's name? Lee. 
Lee, right? They, I think he runs into both of them, right? Uh, so yeah, so Angel, right, what, what happens? So so basically, he he leaves the security office because he's like, okay, they all think that the vampire in the building is the one in the lobby. Angel is in the vault. Angel gets into the vault, blows that dust in the demon's face, takes the uh, files, which. Oh, right, right, because they're trying to steal files. I don't think, think we mentioned that's what they're doing in high <laughs> Wait, school. we didn't even mention that. <laughs> uh, oh, we didn't even. <laughs> files, are, files about a blind woman and three kids that do not matter. <laughs> and then, and this is where we go, this is why I love the end of season one, because we're going full, like, forget the detective thing, we're going full urban fantasy. There is a magical scroll that speaks <clears throat> to him, and he takes the scroll, it sets off a huge alarm, he he does the dive under the, the gate as it comes down. Um, and gets out of the building, and that's when Lindsay is on his way out, and he runs into Lee and Lila, and everybody is being rounded up for uh, telepathic sweeps because they know there is a traitor in their midst. And mm-hmm. I can remember the first time I watched this, I was very worried, because I, of course, I'm gay, and I already liked Lila. I was so worried that it would be Lila that, like, mm-hmm. got taken out because I liked her a lot. Mm. But, uh, Philip, who does it end up being? It ends up being... Lee Mercer, who I, in season one, I, I, until this rewatch, I hadn't realized he's been here the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he's been like the other Wolfman Hart lawyer that we always see. Um, and so it's a, it's a very good tense fake out. The mind readers look, you know, sort of quite creepy. Mm. Um, and it turns out he was going to another rival firm and he was going to take clients and, um, like intelligence with him. So they shoot him in the face. <laughs> God, yes, immediately, no hesitation, (laughs) and like that blood goes all over Lindsay, like Jesus Christ. (laughs) What I love too about that when I was watching that is that is that Lila also like flinches, but no blood, and Lila's like, "Mm -mm, my makeup's too good for this. (laughs) Yeah, she's not about to get it messed up. (laughs) Okay, but before before Lee Mercer takes a bullet to the face, what I do love is Lila's like, ugh, like they're gonna kill someone, and I'm gonna miss my lunch. (laughs) <laughs> because like, she calls right she like makes a call just, and it, it reminded me of like the episode with faith in it where like faith beats lee half to death and she's like oh well he's not coming to dinner i best change the reservation and it, <laughs> I, just, I just love that lila became an evil lawyer so she could just always have like a reservation at the best restaurant in town <laughs> you philip <laughs> I, I i i i have joked about this before but it is so true the reason i became a professional author is because i just simply love being taken for lunch. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I also like being taken to lunch. Jason, when are you taking me to lunch? <laughs> mm, you know. <laughs> um, yeah, so we they like converge back at Angel Investigations, right? Mm-hmm. This No, is this when we learn about the Shanshu prop? No, it's not. No, no, not no, no that, that's much later, yeah. This is just when she puts the, <laughs> this is when they give Cordelia the files and she realizes that they're encrypted. Okay, right. right. Oh, right. Because then she she has to call Willow, right? Yeah. And yeah. so Wesley takes the prophecy and goes off to work on that. And she's working on decrypting the files. You know, what's a thing that I do really like? I do like, uh, like it kind of tracks that like. Willow would begrudgingly still be friends with Cordelia, even though she doesn't like her that much. Like, and Cordelia would just be like, oh yeah, Willow, we were friends. Like, and she'd be the one that she would call rather than like, Mm -hmm. I don't know. I just, I I like the idea of them being the only, like Willow being the only one from Scoobies that Cordy like 
kind of stayed friends with. I don't know. I just like that. Yeah, I wish we had more of them. Yeah. They do go back to it a bit, don't they? Like in season two, like you see yeah. Alison Hannigan, like they're on the phone. I think it's the Harmony episode. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I, I do like that because like, I mean, Cordelia's not going to stay friends with Buffy or Xander. She hates them no. both. So like, <laughs> I mean, obviously Xander's her ex-boyfriend and Buffy, she's just like, I am now besties with your ex-boyfriend and I take his side because it was your fault. Everything. Cordelia, I feel like <laughs> Cordelia like respects her, but like is annoyed by her. <laughs> The only, I mean, not to make it all about the Faith episodes again, but the only thing that was wrong with Sanctuary was Cordelia not being around to tell Buffy about herself. I, I, but I, the thing is, we talked about that too, because I do like that Cordelia's like, I'm going. And she literally leaves and does not come back. But I would have liked her in the episode. But it is a good gag of her being like, you just gave me paid vacation. Peace. And like, <laughs> it's such a I power mean, move. <laughs> yeah. And also she's like, I'm not sticking around for like all of this Sunnydale nonsense. I'm a big city girl now. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Have fun with so, your drama. <laughs> I'm going. <laughs> so yeah, so it's, it's, a, it's a fun little nod that, you know, a reminder that these shows are going on at the same time. And and also she like does a fun little gag. She's like, oh, guess what they're doing? Because I think at the same time they were decrypting the mm-hmm. initiative stuff. So yeah. it's like yeah. when you were watching these episodes in parallel at the time, that's a fun little a fun little thing. Um, and then what happens? Ashley? <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we skipped over the start of his like little Lindsay's one-on-one with Holland where he's like, mm-hmm. yes. we know it was you and I'm going to give you the chance to like go think about it and then come back. And then we cut to um, them on the phone with Willow. And right, then right. that's when um, they finally get it done. They start going through it and realize that she lost her sight on purpose. Wait, who lost her? What? Oh, the yeah, we're the files, and now they're reading about it that she lost her sight on purpose, and it's all been. I don't. What What was her training? She had some sort of kung fu training. Yeah, yeah, yeah you know, like that's exactly. <laughs> it's like nondescript, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and then Lindsay comes in. Right, right. But he um, doesn't tell them that Wolfram and Hart knows everything. No, because he he betray he like double crosses the double yeah. cross. Yeah. I also the the I I guess it's just that it's supposed to be that Helen Manners likes Lindsay, right? Yeah. Like because I don't understand why he would give him a second chance, but it's just I just he just like likes him, right? Well Yeah, I think he just sees the potential. Yeah. Because he literally he literally killed Lee for doing something less bad than what Lindsay did. Mm-hmm. But it's like, oh no, we can't kill him off. He's he's Angel's love interest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I feel like but that's like also they know someone betrayed them. They have the mind readers. They can't just say, Oh, it was no one, you guys all have to go. Like they had to <laughs> You know, kill yeah. someone so that the rest of them could leave, so that and he like could reprimand Lindsay on the DL. <laughs> oh, that's that's a good point, actually. Yeah, like they they even if Lee hadn't been leaving, they would have like scapegoated somebody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's um, and I suppose yeah, like the fact that Lindsay is betrayed the the firm, it's almost like it impresses him in a way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a it's the same thing. I said this about faith to once again go back to the faith episode like how faith it's almost like she appreciates when wesley tries to beat her up like after she hits cordelia and he like punches her and she's like look at you like she is impressed with someone who fights back even though she knows that she can like kick anyone's ass um and i almost Mm. feel like that's like hollow manners here it's like he respects that Lindsay tried to do it he doesn't like it but he's like i respect that right 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 yeah. So i'm gonna keep you around i didn't like that little twink so we're gonna get rid of him but you (laughs) you're all right i like you um which, like, sure, that can track for an evil law firm, right? 
Yep. I mean, there's, they can do whatever they want. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, yeah. So then we get, yeah. Like Cordy's on the phone with Willow. I do like when she's like, Willow says, Hey, and they're both like, Oh my God, come on. When they're actually (laughs) having a conversation. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And she learns about Vanessa, blah, blah, blah. Um, and then she, that's when she learns about the children. Right. Mm hmm. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Oh, my God. <laughs> I know the heist really, it's so weird because the heist doesn't involve the blind woman, doesn't involve the children, but those are supposed to be the two main, like, plot mm-hmm. things. <laughs> so when I was when I was making my way through season one for this podcast, all I remembered about the episode was the blind woman and the children and Lindsay, you know, sort of very briefly switching sides to help Angel. I had no memory of the heist, which is the best bit of the episode. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's such a fun set piece. And then it's like everything else, they knew it wasn't going to be as fun. So they didn't even bother trying to like put better writing into it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea. Because we don't even, right? We don't even meet the children until like the final act. The very end. Yeah. Yeah. That's why we forgot about them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we haven't even seen them yet. But so... Is it that Lindsay gets them out and puts them with that guy? Or is they, are they just staying with that guy? I forget. They're uh, staying with that guy. Yeah, there's like some... Uh, also, yeah, so these are the other characters who don't matter, who is like... <laughs> the So the children are being transported to the US under like... The, with their guardian or like... They're meant, to, they're meant to meet up with somebody who's going to train them to use their powers. And it's it like, yeah, the Wolfwin Hart has the information of like when and where they're going to be to kill them and that's where they right. send Vanessa and I guess that's what happens next because she stabs the old man with her cane <laughs> yeah which is ridiculous <laughs> yeah so Vanessa arrives it, it really is so weird how like separate from the heist this all is because also I think in my brain I remembered the heist but I remembered it being that it's all to like get the children out of Wolfram and Hart is the heist not get that a scroll to made, tell me where the children that would have made maybe more sense Right, mm-hmm. right. Yeah, so then it's, and then Angel and, well, Lindsay comes in, like, we see Lindsay, he's, like, at Angel Investigations before that. And then Angel and Lindsay arrive at the safe house, right? Because that's when Vanessa, like, fights them both and, like, knocks out Lindsay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The children just sit there in terror the whole time. And then I forget, what is, what do they do to, like, make, don't they, like... Angel, like, figures out that if he's... Still, she can't see him. But if he's she's like moving, a T Rex in that way, that's like how she, she she can see. So he starts acting like a fucking cat or something, and just like very calmly, like I'm just gonna stay as still as possible until she's close, and then jump. And so that's kind of how he defeats her. <laughs> and also the close-ups on her, she looks a little bit like Faith when they're close when they're like doing close-ups. Mm. So I was I reading it. about this, and I think she was a stunt double for either Faith or Cordelia with that hair. Oh, oh wow, that makes sense then. Yeah. So yeah, Angel beats her up. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> and God, I am. Does he like break her spine I think he or something? Kills her. Yeah. I no. think he stabs her with her hair and stick. Yeah, it takes oh, her cane right. and uses it against her. Oh, brutal angel. <laughs> yeah, it was. And it then was, he like yeah. smirks about it too. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> suck it. Yeah. Sorry, messing with my man. <laughs> did Lindsay see that? <laughs> Lindsay, did you see that? What did you think? Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't that cute? <laughs> um, I'm yeah, good with a cane. <laughs> 
Stop it. <laughs> uh, um, I'm going to have to mute myself for a second. <laughs> so I'm glad we're all delirious today. Um, yeah. We're almost there. We're almost, we're, we're so close. Uh, so then we, we reconvene back at Angel Investigations. And boy, does Wesley have some news. Right. Yep. That's when Wesley has the prophecy, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Which mentions a vampire with a soul. And the three kids. Yes. Which is so weird that the three kids are on that. Because do we ever talk about them again? No, I don't Never. think we do. Never. <laughs> Never. <laughs> Why would we go back to something, Ashley? <laughs> right. Continuity? Never heard of it. <laughs> um, and yeah, so he's like, I, I guess that's like them, because it's like, he tells them something about like, you know, from Angel's previous freak out about not knowing what he's doing, but he's like, you know, you belong here, right? Yeah, there's a, there's a parallel between Angel and Lindsay in this episode. So at the start, when Angel is spiraling that, he can't fight evil because the systems of power are built around, you know, sort of supporting evil. Wesley literally says, like, no, no, there's a place for you in, in to, you know, that you, there is a design that you can, you could do something, you know, you, you can have a, a place in this fight. And then he says at the end, I think exactly the same thing, like, there is a design and you have a place in it. And that's exactly what Holland says to Lindsay, where it's like, yeah. there is a design. There is a place for you in it as well. And it's basically placing Angela Lindsay on opposite sides of the same chessboard. Philip, you're so smart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was good. I, I pay attention when the boys are this cute. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. And that's and so like he gives him a choice. Right. And Lindsay stays like he's like, you can leave if you want. Um, and Lindsay stays. And dun, then we dun, get done. Yeah. And that's kind of. I, when I, it's funny because when I first watched this, the back and forth with Lindsay did annoy me a little bit, but I think, like you said, Philip, he's cute, so I was like, all right, mm. it's fine. <laughs> yeah, it it is a bit of an about face, and it's like all it takes for him to sell his soul is a nicer office. Which fair, I mean, it's a great <laughs> office. That desk is gorgeous, but yeah. um, it, and obviously, like more money, more power. It's very. Yeah, he's being seduced by by evil. Um, but it sort of happens because we had to dedicate so much time to the blind lady and the kids who don't matter. Um, <laughs> that that last turn gets really rushed. Mm-hmm. Right, it does feel rushed, yes. Um, But yeah, so then we, they're both what? This is where we end on both of them like looking out the window, right? Mm-hmm. Just thinking about each other. <laughs> I know. They are absolutely thinking about each other. <laughs> <laughs> like mm, I wonder what Lindsay's like doing how right am I going to get Angel in this office <laughs> look at how big my desk is there's so many things we can do in here <laughs> I, I hope I can impress him with my big desk <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, so Angel uh, so Angel and Lindsay they, that wraps up the episode and uh, Jason how many pieces of fanfic have you written about for two of them <laughs> Well, see, the thing is, I can't reveal <laughs> that information because I don't want to give up, you know, my right. pen name or anything. Right, right. Understandable, understandable. <laughs> I think Philip and I have read a few of them probably. You know what's funny, though? I When, when, I, when I saw that first scene, mm. that first scene where, where he comes in, I was like, now I see why Ian asked me to do this one. <laughs> yep. Because I, I know how much you he love knew. them. You are 
unhinged so about how much you love them. <laughs> like I, so I watched this show with Jason episode by episode and like all the time he would talk about. So they go, fuck, <laughs> like. <laughs> oh, oh my God, you guys, I've just gone on AO3 to look up uh, how many pieces of fanfic there are. <laughs> all right, hit me. There are 225. <laughs> And the most, but the guys, the most recent one was posted on the 15th of October this year. What? Wait, that's today. (laughs) Oh my God, that's today. (laughs) So that was Jason. 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 (laughs) Listen, he did a rewatch of this episode, decided he had to make an update. Yeah. (laughs) Like, ooh, let me add a puff You know, I have new information, right? (laughs) Um, well, I know what I'm doing for the rest of my evening. Wow, <laughs> your night's set. Um, yeah. Uh, also, I'm looking at the like trivia for this episode, and Philip, it was you that said she might have been a stunt double. She was a stunt double for both Charisma Carpenter and Eliza Dushtu. Oh, well, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh. So, and it says supervisor. I'm just going to read some of this trivia because I feel like this was chaos. Uh, so, <laughs> so it says the special effects supervisor says they couldn't afford to shoot Vanessa's perspective using green screen, so instead they came up with the idea of painting the actors with glow and dark paint, shooting and shooting the scenes in the dark. The effect was intensified by offsetting the footage to create tracers. I don't know what the fuck that means. And then reversing the image, it was supposed to tell the story that she sees the action before it happens. It was such a wacky idea and it really worked. Wait, they really did that? Huh. Yeah, that that, that weird effect that when they were fighting. I remember seeing yeah. that. I was like, oh, well, what are you, you going to do? Yeah. And so and then uh, there, one of the other trivia is that Tim Minear explained that this episode was to provide a detailed exploration of Wolfram and Hart, establishing the power base there and laying the groundwork for season two. Which I guess, I mean, that's kind of what we thought, right? It was like giving us more faces and more of like a cohesive Wolf mm-hmm. and Heart set. I just still think that the, the the Vanessa story was unneeded. And I, I see what they think they would need it. We already think Wolfram and Heart is bad. Yes. Like, I feel like they, they did that because they're like, oh, maybe maybe they don't think Wolfram and Heart is bad enough. Right. You yeah. know, and I feel like that's why they forced that in there. But they still like it didn't, ma- didn't matter. You don't remember. You don't remember that. It's a very Angel season one thing to do, where they're like, okay, how do we let the audience know someone is bad? Child murder. Right. <laughs> yes. Yes. Like, do, do you remember way back at the start when we were recording? <laughs> and it's like, here's a vampire, torturer, pedophile. <laughs> like, what? Why did we add that in? Like, <laughs> we already know oh. he's a, like, murderer vampire. That's, that's bad. Like, right. So, uh... <laughs> Favorite, uh, I'm sorry, I'm such a mess today. Uh, favorite outfit, Philip. It is the split second when Lindsay is walking into Wolfman Heart <laughs> when they're about to pull off the heist. Those purple shades, I love them. I had a pair in 2001. <laughs> and just like his big old boxy suits, like when every time he undoes the tie and loosens the collar. I, I just like my pulse quickens <laughs> and his hair his, I, I'm sure there's a point later in the season maybe in, maybe in season 2 or maybe when he comes back in 5 where like he has shorter hair and it's just like well there goes my boner it's just <laughs> he, he just looks so good so I'm going to say like Lindsay with his 90s suits and his Anastasia sunglasses <laughs> nice it's such, such a specific thing Philip um, <laughs> Ashley what was your favourite outfit 
Uh, mine is no surprise Cordelia, um, mm. but the white top orange skirt outfit. Um, Ashley, I really, same. I love that top. That white top is. So it looks so cute and on her, her, right? Frosted liner eyeliner that she's got on. <laughs> like it's not in the first scene. She has like frosted eyes, right? Like the eyeshadow. It's all hmm. of it. But in in the later parts of the ep, she just has the frosting like around her eyes, like eyeliner. And I was like, oh, middle school. <laughs> just. <laughs> So beautifully nostalgic. <laughs> uh, Jason? Uh, well, absolutely. Like uh, Lindsay's suit. All right. <laughs> but I think, I think, you know, I, I, I don't know if I, I think it's this episode hmm. where, where, where Lindsay's like, you know, Angel, I think I have you figured out. And then you put on a suit. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, y- y'all in your suits. Pop them <laughs> on. I don't care how big they are. No, that's <laughs> actually in the previously on from the Faith episode. <laughs> Oh, that's that? oh yeah. yeah. That's what I was like. I was like, I don't know if it's in the episode. I but I know you know what? it was it, the pre- it was when I saw the previously on. Yep, there it is. Yep, thank you. That's one of the I was first. Like, my, that's it wasn't in any of these scenes. It didn't work out. And that's like one of their first big gay moments because it's like <laughs> what? Like it's it's very menatplay.com. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, vintage. <laughs> I'm dating um, myself there. <laughs> but yeah, my favorite outfit was the same as Ashley's. I, Cordelia looks very cute in that like white. Wait, is that is that called a peasant top? That's not a peasant top, is it, Ashley? Oh, I have no idea. <laughs> is it the one where she? I like that they kind of lean into a, a bit of a hippie aesthetic for Cordelia in season one. Lovely turquoise jewelry. I think that's the, mm-hmm. the outfit, right? There's like a lovely necklace with no, it. No, that's that's the one she wears in the next scene. I think it's like a like red flowy top. It's like almost the same top, but a different color. Mm-hmm, right. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, favorite scene, Ashley? Um, uh, I'm going to go with when she's on the phone with Willow. Okay. Um, just because... Even though they're not on the same show anymore, they're they've come so far. Like season one, when Willow tells her you just hit deliver, and she deletes the entire thing, <laughs> and now she's like helping her decrypt files. Um, Philip, I mean, we love women in STEM, but no, my <laughs> uh, my favorite uh, scene. It's a whole. It's the whole heist set piece. It just has to be. It's so fun. Uh, you've got all of the the ups and the downs and the reversals. Gun has that great sort of really wacky uh, monologue in the lobby. It just it all works and it's so fun to watch. Yeah, um, Jason, I know what you're. I'd like to read is. you an excerpt of my <laughs> my latest fanfic. <clears throat> Angel pulsing from anger, just looking straight down his desk, feels a presence walk in the room, and it's Lindsay. Their tension is so high that you can hear Lindsay's sweat dripping from his forehead <laughs> to the floor. They lock eyes. Okay, it's that scene, obviously. <laughs> I'm a little hot here. <laughs> Jason, can you uh, can you send me a link? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> can you uh, send Philip and I files of you reading the rest of that? That'd be great. <laughs> I got artwork. I got artwork too. <laughs> oh, great, great. We love visuals. <laughs> um, um, no, I, I I do really like that scene, but, but I mean, obviously, the heist scene I feel like just takes everything because it really does. Um, it really does just just I think show like the 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 deeper intricacies of of Wolfram and Hart. 
Yeah. And it, it's, so I do really like that. But the scene with any scene with Angel and Lizzie, I don't like they really did have chemistry, didn't they, though? Yeah. Like, it's, what mm-hmm. the? I, and I think I've read a few things that said like they actually were friends like before mm. they started working on this. So, like, I guess there's a world where if you and I are working together, Jason, people be like, wait, are they fucking? It's like, no, 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 we're just really comfortable <laughs> with each other. Like, <laughs> we just know each other. Really well. Yeah. Like, um, but yeah, I, same. I, the Angel Lindsay scene is like hot, but also the high scene is like fun. The um, high scene is so good. Yeah. yeah. What uh, grade do we give this episode, Philip? Uh, well, I mean, it's two episodes in one, isn't it? As as is yeah. so often the case in season one. You know, they have a bit that really works, and then a bit that's also there. Um, <laughs> I so an A plus for the for the heist and the homoerotic subtext, <laughs> but a C for the villain of the week. Um, so I'm going to round it up to a B plus um, overall. I think. Oh, all right, all right, uh, Jason. You know, I was going to start start off with an easy C, but then as we talked about it, I'm like, okay, it does, because, like, re- like, we talked about earlier, I didn't don't think it was, like, an end game, like, an end of yeah, season. Yeah. But I guess, like, I, I guess after the heist, like, it's like, okay, they did set this up correctly. Like, you know, the 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 baddie in this was, yeah, I, it could have been better. But either way, I would say, I would say a B. All right. God, you're all very fair. Ashley? I am going to say I also went up. I, I had a C as well, but I I bumped it to a B minus because the good parts are really good, but it's just all over the place. Yeah, I, I've i gone up from a C to a C plus. I'm not not going crazy. Hey, I mean, I'm not, not going to C plus. I mean, listen, if that Angel and Lindsay scene wasn't there, this would this would probably be a D. <laughs> Also fair. Um, So thank you all for joining us. Uh, Thank you all for listening. God, my brain is dead today. Um, If you like Slayer Fest 98, you can find us on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your podcasts. You can find... You can support us on Patreon. We are... We have finished Harley Quinn Season 2. We're finishing up What If Season 1. And yeah, there's a bunch of other things over there. You can get access to our Discord server. And if you want to follow us on social media, we are at SlayerFestX98. If you want to follow me, I am at Carlos. Jason, where can everyone find you? I'm on uh, Twitter and Twitch at Jason Sully, S-U-L-L-I. And Philip? If you like heists and gay shit and lots of yearning... <laughs> um, you can find me on Amazon. My debut novel is now available for pre-order. Love and other scams by Philip Ellis. Um, I'm also on Twitter at Philip underscore Ellis. Ashley, where can everyone find you? I'm on Twitter at MythTaken314 or on Instagram at Cause I'm Feeling Fine. All right. Well, we will see you all next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.